0: Beyond Happily Ever After, Real Talk for Today's Couples with Mike and Carol Byrd. Get ready to dive into the world of modern relationships as we challenge the status quo, debunk myths, and uncover the truth about building a fulfilling and lasting partnership. Join us for thought-provoking conversations, practical advice, and inspiring stories that will transform the way you view and approach your relationship. Whether you're newlyweds or have been together for years, this podcast is your guide to deepening emotional connections, fostering trust, and unlocking the true potential of your love. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to go Beyond Happily Ever After with Mike and Carol Berg. Beyond Happily Ever After, real talk for today's couples starts now.
1: Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, and welcome to Beyond Happily Ever After, real talk for today's couples. I'm Mike.
0: And I'm Carol.
1: And we are here today to jump right into part two of the impact of miscarriage communication on relationships. So are you ready for it? I say wake up because it may be your morning, it may be your evening, or it may be your afternoon, or it may just be the time where fresh revelation is about to spring forth. So we want you to wake up for part two. Are you ready? Yes. All right, you're ready, okay. In the world of logic and reasoning, an argument is like a puzzle made up of statements and prepositions all working together to back up a specific claim or stance. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How many times have we been in that position? I wanna back my claim, I wanna back my stance that I'm taking. And the goal is to show others why a certain viewpoint makes sense. You ever been there? You Mm -hmm. ever done that? It's gotta make sense to the other person. So the objective is I've gotta prove and take my stance and show you why it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And using clear reasons and evidence. So that whole thing becomes an uh, almost like I must prove And I must show you my claim. That is the problem right there. You want to prove and you want to show and take your stance. And and it's nothing worse than locking down on your stance Mm -hmm. and what you believe and not leaving the door open for the other person to have their viewpoint or have their stance and have it make sense from their perspective.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I like that because that's true. Most of the time when uh, we find ourselves in this thing called miscommunication when we find ourselves in that place you know uh, everyone wants their their viewpoint everyone (laughs) wants to be able to say you got to understand you know what I'm saying and that's what we say in marriage that everyone wants to be understood and understand Mm -hmm. and that that's where we hit these major um disagreements these hiccups as we call them is because Everyone wants to prove their, their viewpoint and it has to make sense. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense to you, then I'm angry because you're just not getting it. Right. And right. then if it doesn't make sense to me, then I'm really upset because I'm trying to get you to understand me. Sounds familiar? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a whole lot of arguments that stems. Yes. So imagine this picture an argument as having two key parts, the premises and a conclusion, two key parts. So we want you to see it and picture it in your mind. So think of premises as building blocks that create support for a big idea. So the premises is I'm giving you all of these things to as a building blocks to prove what I want you to know, to show you what I need you to see. So I have to create this premises Of all of these building blocks so that I can create the support for whatever I'm wanting you to understand my big idea yeah I gotta create this this thing I need to see he go a he go B see this is what I'm saying here understand this is what I'm saying here no you don't understand all of these supporting factors right so because you want your partner to No, and so you know what you're really trying to say, and then you have the conclusion. So the conclusion is the whole point of the argument, what you want to prove. So we got the premises. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like I, 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 um, exhibit A. Yeah. See, I told you Mm -hmm. that that wasn't going to work. Exhibit B, it failed because it didn't work. Yeah. You know how you got all of these things? I have. To show you, these, these, I'm, I'm proving my point. I'm building up an understanding, so I think, so that you can get an understanding of what I'm saying. And a lot of times, that get us in trouble because it's like we're trying to build so much, but then at the same time, we we got this conclusion, which is the whole point of the argument is what you want to prove. Mm-hmm. So, want you take a moment and think about it? How many arguments? Have you um, gotten into with your significant other, your partner, your spouse? How many have you gotten into and really you focus on the conclusion? Yeah. You go right to the conclusion mm-hmm. because you want to prove your point of view. And a lot of times this where we, ha- we um, have the mishaps because while the other is speaking, then the one that's supposed to be listening is drawing his own conclusion. Mm-hmm. So it, this, is, this is where we, this, where we knock heads. We're always arguing, and so we got the premises, mm-hmm. and we got the conclusion. And then everybody want to win. Everybody, Everybody yeah. want to win because in a conclusion, much like in a court case, you know, you have the prosecutor and the defense attorney, right? That's right. So both of them trying to point out their point of view to win the case. Mm-hmm. And when they get to the conclusion, no matter if they're building a the case throughout the entire um, trial, right? Mm-hmm. They're building their case, exhibit A, exhibit B, exhibit C, we one. All of these things they're building all to get to the day where they have to create this conclusion, right? And that's when they give the whole spill and you know, and if you talk well mm-hmm. and you know, if you can articulate yeah, well your closing argument. Mm-hmm. That closing argument is what you I need you. I need you to understand my point of view. So mm-hmm. I want to prove to you that you're wrong. Yeah. That's why we get oh my God, the arguments. Lord, we and, and you know with us, we we're, we're coaches and sometimes the hardest, the hardest sessions are where both want to jump to the conclusion and no one is paying attention to the building blocks that the other might be stating.
1: Wow, that is so powerful and so powerfully true because this is why people hit places where they're just stuck, yeah. And because nobody wants to give, and it's it's like a Mexican standoff. I'm not going <laughs> to give on my point and my stance, yes. and, I'm, and you're not going to give on your point Ooh. and your stance. And it takes me back to the first thing I said: in this world of logic and reasoning. Mm. So many times in the logical realm, it has to make sense to it's us. it got
0: to make sense.
1: And it has to make sense to us. So this is where, I, you know, I see the definition of the word justification. Mm. So So many people get into arguments and want to prove their point and they want to justify mm. what they think. And in that definition of justification is you want the other person to reasonably agree mm-hmm. that it makes sense to them mm-hmm. what you're saying. So, if they don't reasonably agree that it makes sense to them, then it puts you in a place of constantly trying to defend your logic. Yeah. And when you try and defend your logic, you're always trying to prove your point. A top-notch argument is like a well-built bridge. We just want that to soak in for a moment. Like a well-built oh, bridge. Well-built. And what I mean by that? <laughs> logical and sturdy. Uh-huh. You want you know that argument to be logical and sturdy. Mm. It connects... The premise to the conclusion Uh in a way that's easy to follow. Uh And so many times we have problems in in conflict in a married with a married couple because they're trying to they can't connect the premise to the conclusion. Uh And in that, that's that's if they if that could ever happen, it would be easy to follow. Don't nobody want to hear. Nobody wants to hear it. So, arguments come in all shapes, Ooh. all sizes, all forms, and everyday conversations within the marriage. And I know there's somebody listening to us saying, you know what? I just need you to give you guys a high five on that because you can have arguments from the simplest, little, teeniest oh, things. Oh, God. And it could just be, you know, a molehill and it gets turned into a great big mountain. Yes. You could have an argument over you know, food or over clothing or over the lights or even the simple smallest the smallest thing. little things. Why does this happen? Mm. It has to happen because it's triggering something within us where we are either connected to a strong emotion at the premises or a strong emotion about the conclusion.
0: Wow, that that right there, you know, and you know, and our line of work, because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We work with Couples every day. But in our line of work. What we have realized is this. Most of the time. While we are so busy. Trying to jump to the conclusion. And trying to get our point. That the very thing. That we came. To the argument. Mm -hmm. For the very thing. We (laughs) came to discuss. Mm -hmm. Quickly. Quickly is forgotten about. Because we automatically. Go into the. Conclusion: I need you to understand me. We mm-hmm. automatically... And then all of a sudden, if what I'm saying, I don't feel as though you're understanding, then I'm getting into defensive. Mm-hmm. Then we arguing about my defense instead of talking about what I came for. Right, right. And so the whole argument or the whole conversation just goes sideways.
1: It does.
0: It goes sideways. It never fails because... If we pay attention to the premise of this building up, I need you to understand this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then, so that we can come to a conclusion, of an agreement together, it will be so much easier and so much better. But oh no, don't talk about, like today, I you know, I dropped the pencil. Hey, I dropped the pencil over there. Do you mind if... um? That if we, you know, can you pick the pencil up for me? And then other ones like, why are you always dropping the pencil? Mm -hmm. And then so we go from the pencil to like, why you talk to me like that? What do you yeah. mean? So then you, can you see how our arguments, it could be the simple things about baby picking me up a dozen of eggs and it goes from a whole big spill to we arguing over the trash can that I stepped on when mm-hmm. I walked in the door. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we pay attention. I know this happens somebody because okay. so many times people come to us and what they're arguing over, oh my God. Yeah. Then we, they're arguing heavily and then we go back to the beginning, it ain't have nothing to do with this argument at the end. Oh, so we need to make sure that we really pay attention. Because as you said, baby, arguments come in all shapes, sizes, and from everyday conversation within the marriage. You're having an everyday conversation, mm-hmm. and it breaks out into a full-blown argument.
1: Yeah.
0: It's start- <laughs> from a thumbtack to a whole script.
1: Well, see, what what I look at, when you said that, which is... That is so powerful because it starts one place and ends another End place. And I call up. that the tornado effect.
0: Yes. Because
1: in a tornado it'll start with a funnel and it'll start picking up momentum and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it'll throw everything in its everything. path.
0: Everything it'll pick it
1: up and sling it and throw it around. Now the things in its path a hundred miles away had nothing to do with where the t- tornado started. Good God. Help. So that tornado effect is real in a relationship. Why do we veer off? <laughs> So mm-hmm. many other places from where we actually started. Mm-hmm. If the pencil being dropped on the floor was the issue, we should remain at the, at pencil, the pencil being dropped on the floor. Not that the trash can is running. No,
0: nope. stay. Let the thing. Let's call we call staying present. That's Just right. stay in present. So when couples find themselves in a heated disagreement, or let's say the miscommunication, mm-hmm. it usually stems from a different of opinions. Let, let's let's put a pin right there. Let me tell you, I don't care how long you have been married, will be married. It you will never always agree on everything.
1: Mm-hmm. That's real. That's real talk. We we,
0: we, we listen. We've been married twenty six years. We spend ninety eight percent of our time together. Now, do you really think that we agree all day long? Absolutely not.
1: So that's a moment of transparency.
0: That absolutely. Because if we're going to
1: help people, we have to be real. You what? will not
0: always agree. You will not always agree, and so and because he has his opinion, I have my opinion. Sometimes his opinion is stronger, and sometimes mine is stronger. But what we don't do is allow anything to disrupt our entire day Mm -hmm. you we have a hiccup we have a moment we're going to deal with it we're going to talk about it we're going to be civil adults i'm not going to be mama he not going to be daddy it's not going to be parent to child we're going to talk about it and make sure we have a resolution at the end of it sometimes the resolution don't come that fast but the thing is is that it's on the table and we're going to make sure we talk about it so Difference of opinion, that's where it normally kind of usually starts with. It starts a difference of values. You know, when we talk about difference of values, our upbringings play a major, major role in our values, how we see things, Mm -hmm. how things occur to us, how we move with things plays a major, um, a major plot part in how we communicate. And even when it comes to having children, because Mm -hmm. the values we have, couples come to us and that's their pain point because one parent, um, was used to a different upbringing. The other parent has a different upbringing. Mm -hmm. So then they have, they have this beautiful baby and all of a sudden the baby gets about that age of two. And then all of a sudden you'll see the different values of what you know i want to raise my child the way i was ra- the way i was raised i want to raise it the way i was raised so you got mm-hmm. both of these people that have these different values because of their upbringing that causes disagreements that's right it causes disagreements how about this we have usually we our expectations that is huge mm-hmm. the expectations we have in marriage
1: yes yes And we have expectations. We all should have expectations, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we need to vet those expectations, you know, uh, to find out if they are unrealistic
0: or if they're not. That's the
1: truth. Too many times arguments can go a different way because of the expectation, maybe one, that one person has, and then it may be different from the other person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our, our personal experiences, you know, and our specific issues
0: and everything come into play. Right. You know, that's something right there, because um, when we was talking just now, when you said our expectations, we need to just sit with that for a moment, because this is where you take a look at yourself. Could it be that your expectation for marriage your expectation for your spouse, your expectation for life is totally different. Mm-hmm. And because you we have what you call unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. whenever something like that is sitting as the elephant in the room, you will have moments of miscommunication, yes. moments of disagreements, because the unrealistic expectation, because... I, I expected this to happen Mm -hmm. and then it didn't. Right. I expected it to be like this and it doesn't. Right. You know, your expectations for marriage may be totally different. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we come into a marriage and we never share what the expectations are. You know, um, Mm -hmm. we, when we do couples with premarital, um, we have them, you know, their viewpoints. What are your expectations or what do you feel that, The role of a wife should be. The role of a husband should be. Mm -hmm. And you know why do we do this in premarital? Because we come into marriages with expectations. Mm -hmm. You think your marriage is going to be like grandma's. Yeah. You think it's like a nana in there. That right there is error. Mm -hmm. Because that means that I'm expecting you to be like my daddy. You ain't my daddy. Yeah. You're not my grandpappy. That's good. So my expectation of you being like that it puts it uh puts a burden on you to try to live up to an expectation that never suits you.
1: Yeah. So so and what you're saying is so powerfully true because a lot of people don't know why they have the expectations that they have.
0: Right. And they don't
1: realize that subliminally what they've seen, what they've been around, what they've heard, whether the, a marriage or was modeled in front of them that was healthy or rather it was unhealthy, rather divorce around them, mm-hmm. you know, made an impression on their mind. All these things all through life yes. has been deposited into Ooh. our belief system. Yes. So sometimes we don't know why we look for what we look for in <laughs> other people. We don't know why we look for or we what we look into. for. Yeah, yeah, we stumble into the kind of person we do, but sometimes subliminally The seeds that have been planted down on the inside have been from the people that we've been around or the things they've said. Mm -hmm. How many people have the will repeat the phrase that, you know, I've never seen a healthy marriage or Mm -hmm. I've never seen a happy marriage. We hear it all the time. Well, a lot of that has been deposited in them in their belief system from the people have said things like that around them earlier in life. Or they've seen dysfunctional marriages. Or they've seen marriages where there's been a lot of infidelity or cheating. So those That's experiences true. get deposited into the belief system. Yes. Now you're functioning from a limited belief. Yes. And whenever you have a limited belief, you have to uh, overrule that limited belief with a true belief mm. that tells you, although I have seen and heard these things in the past, it does not have to be my relationship. It
0: doesn't have to be. That... that is so true, our limited beliefs, and that's why a lot of times when couples come to us when we start taking them down the journey of their why, we find out that most of the time their limited belief has gotten in the way of how they view marriage yes and and it has gotten in the way of how they see their spouse now they started seeing their spouse in the beginning, you know totally different, but mm-hmm. you know because sometimes you know how it is that's why a few episodes back, when we talk about love, you know, it's more than just love, you know, that's the the foundation, and And, you know, a lot of times, couples, we get stuck on, I just love him, Mm -hmm. I just love her, and then you get married, and a few weeks later, you found out that she was married to a a human being, and you found (laughs) out that (laughs) he was not as perfect as you thought, and he was not your Prince Charming, that your Prince Charming, (laughs) that he he has to shave every day, (laughs) he has to bathe every day, he (laughs) got to (laughs) brush his teeth, he got to lotion his, ashy body. Mm -hmm. He got to do and he go to the bathroom just like everybody else. You find out that he's human.
1: Human. Wake up. Wake up.
0: He's human. Mm -hmm. So your expectation has been so unrealistic because you, every time he showed up, he was just perfectly put together. But then now that you got married and you start living with him and you're finding out that, oh, he ain't that perfect, but then the mm-hmm. same thing because you know how it is, ladies. Let's be real because he see you in all your beautiful glory. You know how we show up our perfect hair, our perfect everything. You know our nails. Some of us have, and I and I'm not talking against. So don't send no hate mail. I'm talking mm-hmm. about all the things that keep us to look as fabulous as we are. This is what we have to do. So we yeah. and then all of a sudden you get home and then you when it gets real, you know now he sees that. You sees the real you underneath your hair, underneath the wig and everything. Mm-hmm. See, we, and then, um, God help, There we have had clients, actual clients, that have come, the expectations, and I want to say more has been, like more the men, the expectations that he expected her to, after having babies, to still be a certain size mm-hmm. and to still look a certain way. The girl just had a baby. Yeah. And the expectations is that because he married a beauty queen. Well, anybody know after you done had a baby, your body has to conform back and find its place all over again. Mm -hmm. And it may not look the same way it did before pregnancy, right? Right. But your body just did the most glorious thing and having a baby. But the expectations sometimes fall is, I still want you to be this perfect beauty queen. Well, you gotta look beyond the outward Mm -hmm. and start to, I'm still that perfect beauty queen, but it may look different right now because I just had a baby. So Mm -hmm. sometimes the expectations is too high. And then when the expectation, unrealistic, like you said, when the unrealistic expectations is resting on us, then we start communicating differently because now you don't look like what I thought. You don't sound like what I thought. Now I found out that you're human.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and then, so, but you still have this unrealistic expectations on each other, which makes you start communicating differently Because you don't want to sit with yourself to start dealing with why do you have that unrealistic expectation towards the other?
1: Wow, that is so good. And I believe this, that that unrealistic expectation flows into the place of logic. Because men are logical and rational and one Mm -hmm. plus one has to equal two and women are more nurturing and they are more intuitive in some cases and that's not always the case right but with men with their logic they're not thinking about after this woman body has been stretched for nine months Ooh. that, you know, she can she can just, they're thinking that she can just go back
0: yeah. to <laughs> ground zero,
1: how she was before. She any, might get there, David. but it ain't
0: gonna happen overnight in See, most cases. And
1: this is where men get messed up sometimes. Not all men. Not we're all not men. making a blanket statement. But this is where they get mixed up because their logic says, why can't she look exactly like she looked when we met? And listen, don't you think we want to? And you're not given the benefit of the doubt. She really wants to. Yes. She really wants to. But you have to understand that it could be an unrealistic expectation to expect her to go back to that place. But see, this this comes from how, you know, what's been deposited inside of us and how we built our relationship. So a frustration, yeah, yeah, our values, a frustration can come in if you stay locked on your logic, which is is where we started. You stay locked on your original thinking and your premise, but you don't make the transfer about 12 to 15 inches down to your heart, which is the seat of your emotions.
0: Yeah. So
1: when logic does not connect with emotions that come from your heart, you are not gonna be empathetic towards the wife that birthed the most beautiful gift for Uh, you, uh, uh. who took nine months Stretching her body out of proportion for you.
0: Sharing herself.
1: Sharing herself (laughs) and her emotion, a range of emotions that she has to share herself with the baby on the inside and with you on the outside. See, we stay locked in that position of this is logically what makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to stay locked on my premise. Yes. And therefore, I conclude that my conclusion should look like this. But this is why we have arguments because... We stay locked there. And we don't realize empathy has to come in. Empathy, love has, has to, to come, come in, yes. and we disconnect for so many reasons. That
0: that is so good, and this is how we start locking our horns and arguments, um, and then things begin to happen. And it's like we said because of the values, the expectation, our personal experience on a specific issue, all of these things. And so, if we want to take a look. Go back down memory lane at some of your most heated arguments you've had in your relationship and where did they stem from and what is caused. Everything has a cause and effect, Mm -hmm. you know, and then this is where we have um, mediation. This is why we have mediation. This is why we sometimes have to come and sit with someone because I can't see from your point of view. I'm I'm focused only on what I believe Mm -hmm. and in a relationship there are two points of view. It's two of us. Yes. We both have an opinion. We both, you know, and they're gonna differ. Mm-hmm. We both have an opinion. We both have values. We both have expectations and we both had personal experiences. But when we have all of this, and then we are we hit these hiccups or we hit these places of miscommunication. And you know, I believe my thing is that miscommunications are opportunities that we miss to learn from one another Mm -hmm, to learn how i feel how i see things and how i view things and for me to learn you so when we hit these places it causes so much frustration It's like you said earlier the emotions Mm -hmm. we become so emotional about so many things and it makes us illogical that is so true it makes us illogical because i am Tunnel vision, mm-hmm. much like you said about the tornado, I'm tunnel vision. I'm fixed on my beliefs. Yeah. I'm fixed on my values. Mm-hmm. I'm fixed on my expectations. I'm fixed on my personal experiences. And I'm not able to see yours because mm-hmm. I failed to have empathy. Wow, that's good. So we can see why couples sometimes when they come to
1: us, they they it it almost seems like you're going to win or I'm going to win. And they mm-hmm. go into scoring. Whose point is the best or who wins and who loses? Mm-hmm. And they lose focus on the fact of everything else that's going on. This is why some couples, some couples will put the focus on, um, you know, their closing argument. Let's go back and reflect on the court. I, If a person's closing argument is strong and some people will get into debates and argue because... Okay. Yes, we have the premise of of the building blocks of Mm -hmm. what brought us here, right? And to support our idea. But then we have the conclusion. Some people will focus on a strong conclusion Mm -hmm. to be able to say, I won. I won. I won the case. Uh So it becomes more about winning and losing. So when this happens, a lot of times we don't realize that If one person continues to feel like they have won the conclusion, Mm. that other person, and it is differences of perspectives, like you said, that other person can become frustrated feeling like it has to be his way all the time, time. or it has to be her way all the time. And the argument is not over until they say it's over. That's
0: good.
1: So their strong conclusion is like, I'm going to give the final statement. And when
0: I give this final statement, the argument is over. You know how many times we've been in a session and we're trying we allow both parties to state what they feel. Mm -hmm. And how many times have we sat there and while we're trying to help them navigate through to see each other's perspective. Yeah. That somebody always has to have the final say. If they don't get the final say, they feel like they lost. They feel like they lost.
1: Yes. They
0: have to have the final say. And you know what? If you enter into communication with your partner, and your spouse, and you are focusing on winning, you're already lost. You're already lost. Wow. That's a power statement right there. You already lost.
1: Power statement. Woo, this Jot was it down. good.
0: This was good today. You know, yeah. we're gonna continue with this on and next week next session we're going to pick back up and we're going to pick back or up on a few common occurrences that unfold when we find ourselves in heated disagreements when we find ourselves in miscommunication so stay tuned again we want to thank you for joining us today at beyond happily ever after real talk for today's couple I am your host, Carol. And I'm Mike. And we want to thank you again. Also, if you would love to be a part of our Queens Court, that is for the wives, please click the link below. And if you want to join to be a part of the Boss's Corner, that's for husbands, follow the link below. And if you would like to schedule a coaching session for your relationship with us both, please contact us. The contact contact information is below. If you would like to donate, because this word or any session has touched you, has helped you, and you want to support us, please donate. Click the donate button. We do appreciate anything you can do. We appreciate your time. Please follow, subscribe, like, and share. We'll see you next time.